This week on the Push Wallace podcast, we've been tracking down some prime, and we talk about testing, and I'm having some orange clubs. What a week! Three, two, one, got some club orange. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? I had um, some M&S chocolate orange biscuits earlier, and they're like the, the M&S ones that are thick, so they're like 60% chocolate, so they've got a bit of biscuit in them. I reckon they probably like the level up from the clubs, because clubs are a bit more biscuit than chocolate, whereas these are like, it's like M&S know what they're doing, right? They've advertised it as more chocolate than biscuit, like literally advertised it, 60%. I was like, brilliant. Yeah, that's probably that's definitely what you want. The, the, yeah. This, I imagine this is more orange than anything else. Um, but you see, you've got to put those in the fridge there, mate. I hate to say it, but they've got to go in the fridge. Why? Why? why chocolate goes in the fridge. Chocolate goes in the fridge. Oh, couch. fucking hell. But you just said they're more biscuit than, than chocolate. Yeah, so but they're still you, coding. They're still I, coding chocolate. You, so. I, I, yeah, every single time I'm like, why are you putting your biscuits in the fridge then? Fucking hell. It tastes the bad. biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to because I walked past it in Audi today and I and uh, I was like, oh shit, they sell them in Audi. I'm sure they sell them in other places, but I haven't been on the lookout for them. And But it's sometimes like I was expecting, like Audi always normally have their like, own brand of stuff it'll be like clubber team or like, like that. team like, or something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah it'd be like the athletic bar instead of the club bar and uh, it'd be like yeah cool but then i'm waiting for Audi to come out with their own version of uh prime tom i got some prime there we go I knew, i've literally, literally written it in the rundown dance and talk about prime uh, yeah. <laughs> i was in the Mate, supermarket I'm, I'm and i saw it and i was like I was like, oh, I was like, that's interesting. And obviously all the fucking like eight to 15 year old kids were buying it. Um, uh, I saw you it mean there. your friends, your friends. Buying yeah, it. all my mates so, that I was playing all with. All the lads. Um, <laughs> and I just saw it and I was like, oh, that's intriguing. And I looked at the price of it and it was only like, well, the equivalent of three quid over here. So I was like, well, I know that back home it's about 10 or something daft. And I was like, let's just see what all the hype is about. Um, it's quite nice. But obviously, look, we know that the fucking benefits that they claim in it are fucking ridiculous. Like it's got BCAs in it, right? Yeah. And it's got... Yeah. yeah, but it's it's got 250 milligrams of BCAs in it. Like, what is that going to do for anyone? <laughs> um, but it's obviously the whole thing around it is it's the marketing of it, right? And how it's well marketed and, you know, all that sort of jazz. I mean, they're going to make millions off this. But um, uh, yeah, and I fell for it. I was like, oh, like, seeing as it's a, you know, it's a popular thing, it's new, it's fashionable. I was like, I'll try it, see what it's like. And it's like, it's, the, it's like those American flavors, you know, like the you've got the tropical punch, flavor you know the american flavor like and it's nice but it's not it's just to me it's just the american tropical punch flavor it's not like i'm going oh i must have prime i would imagine any drink in america that's called tropical punch tastes the same it's that american <laughs> flavor and i imagine the grapes the same and i got blue raspberry I didn't, they didn't have grape i would have got it because it's my favorite flavor in the whole world um the american grape flavor but i got the blue raspberry which again is good but obviously the reason you're paying the money for the clout of saying you've got a bottle that's what you're paying for. 
And in the UK, you're yeah. saying it's what? People are fucking spending 10 quid on a bottle, aren't they? 10, 10, 12 quid. And then literally you have to like Google the retailers because it isn't in like big shops, I don't think. I don't think you can go to Tesco mm-hmm. and buy a Prime. It's only in these like small news agents and stuff. And you've got to be like, you've got to go online and see where it's at. And so you can go. They know what them. they're doing, and, don't they? And then they're like marking them up crazy. So yeah, definitely. I, I just think they've refused to like put them in like big shops. As far as I know, I could be wrong on that, but that's what I've I've been told because uh, one of my clients I'm, has had to I mean, do I'm... the same thing in terms of like go hunting with his his like twelve year old boy or I think yeah. he's thirteen, like Max, and he, they're like, oh, can we go get some Prime Dad? And they're like, when it got two bottles, and it was like, oh, we had to go to like the news agents in like Hemel Hempstead to go get some, and it's just like this. What I was like, what are you doing, Keith? <laughs> I was like, you're fifty five. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm driving around looking for Prime. It's just not worth it. Like it says here, Prime was developed to fill the void where great taste meets function. Oh dear. That void was needed to be filled. Any any drink is functional. Um, (laughs) With bold, thirst-quenching flavors to help you refresh, replenish, and refuel. It's got no carbs in it whatsoever. It doesn't refuel anything. Prime is the perfect boost. Oh, the BCAs, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just one of those overhyped things again. But again, I get why people are. I get it. I understand it. But it... what is, I mean, as a as a sports person, what is the new, uh, what, what is the calorie content of it? Is there anything? Uh, yeah, it's 50 calories a bottle. No, 25, 25 calories a bottle. Serving size really? of a whole bottle, amount per serving, 25 calories. So it's not that it's, it's not exactly that fucking yeah fuel you up then. It claims it, obviously it's got electrolytes. It's got a bit of coconut water yeah. in it, so it's got electrolytes, a few you know BCAs. But I mean, it is literally pointless. It is pointless. Like it is pointless. And I knew that buying it as well, but I still bought it anyway. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it again. The only one I buy is a grape one, just because I like to know what great. I like great flavors want, of stuff. Yeah. Like you want to see. I wouldn't what it buy like. these. I wouldn't buy these again. Like. It's just nothing. There we go. There you go, KSI. And how much are they in America? I don't know. I've not been. No, because I saw them on a good good video once, and I was like, I wonder if they're just like normal price drinks in America. Whereas obviously over here they make it, they mark it up. Yeah, they were saying it. I don't know whether good good were trying to be like, yeah, sponsor us. Look, guys. Uh, It's like, yeah, more followers than them. Um, (laughs) Like, send us some prime because they're the official drink of Arsenal, right? Um, Are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so Arsenal, like that's the only drinks they have right around the. Uh, instead of like having Lucas Aid or Powerade or whatever, they have Prime on the side of the. So yeah, Prime is two dollars for a bottle in in the UK in in the US. In the US, yeah. Well, it's probably meant to be somewhere around there in this country, but every news agent's gone. Oh, right, we're buying it at that, and then we're going to sell it because of demand. Oh no, thirty dollars for a pack of twelve. Sorry, thirty dollars for a pack. Of... So it's about what is it? It's like a monster, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. A monster, effectively. Um, which I guess you might pay for, to be fair. I wouldn't. Um, well, people would, wouldn't they? You wouldn't. <laughs> I, wouldn't. I, I, no, I used to be hooked on Powerade as a, as a, uh, a youth. That used to be my thing, mainly because British, Af- yeah. Pr- British Athletics was sponsored. So we, we always used to have like shit tons of Powerade at like the track. Um, and if I was there like three times mm. a week training and it would just be like i'd just be necking the fucking stuff my coach never told me not to so i was just like fine i'm just gonna drink this yeah. blue stuff all the time um which yeah i used to get like a little bit kind of giddy on it and have rude draws so um yeah did like it did like it so um it's nice. it is nice 
All right, what's been happening in the world of Dan? I haven't got in trouble this week, so which is good. But you sure? Were only, I do only know. finding out about that this week because obviously we record a weekend week before. Oh, of course, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Dan's um, like, this is going out tomorrow, Tom. Uh, it's yeah, going yeah. out in seven days. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, the price of it online for one thing—it's the same over here, like on Amazon to buy it online on Prime. One bottle, twenty quid for an orange one. Unbelievable. Sorry, I still can't get over it how mental it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, they do sachets as well, the prime hydration sticks. Sticks. Mm, they do like a little, like a like a powdered version, apparently. Okay. There you go. Um, yeah, sorry, I still can't get over it. It's ridiculous. It's not that good. <laughs> anyway. Crack on. What was the question again, mate? I completely <laughs> I just asked you how your week was, mate. Was oh, the week it. was good, like, mate. The <laughs> week is good. Um, golf's going well this week, so that's always nice, isn't it? It's always nice when you have a good week of golf. Um, since we spoke, I've shot a 80, 76, 76. So there we go. That's been um, that's been good. All heading the right direction, mate. All handicapped nice. now. It's coming back down again. It was creeping up and it's coming back down again. So fixed a few things, so it's fine. Um but yeah, other than that, um, all good. Obviously, work's all good. Members group's going well. Um, can't really complain. My brother's coming out two days' time. My dad's coming out in five days' time. So it'd be nice to see the family um, over the next week or so, um, which will be good. But yeah, other than that, mate, nothing nothing crazy going on. What about you? Beautiful. Nothing crazy. Didn't get myself in trouble this week, so we're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably will make a video about it just to, I don't know. It's just to have because there's always two sides of the story, isn't there, Daniel? Um, obviously, we talked about wow. it on the it. podcast last week. Um, so yeah, uh, weirdly, I haven't really lost any any followers or anything like that. And there's a, quite a few of uh, there's at least like 10, 12 of my clients and followers who keep just uh making jokes at me. So yeah, at me or into my DMs and just be like, literally, today it was like, uh, where did you uh. Where did you get the idea for doing a combine testing? I hope you've uh, hope you set your lawyers for you for the uh, the NFL. And I'm like, brilliant, thank yeah. you, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep, so yep, they're yeah, brilliant. Okay, they're gonna come at me definitely. Um, it's so funny. Um, oh well, anyway, uh, I mate, I've actually trained because obviously this is week. I think it's it's a full seven days of having my whoop. We will do a whoop versus uh aura episode of we said probably in like two weeks time i think once i've got like i, well, I should have probably have a month worth of data right that's probably a, a good sample size of yeah. uh me doing things um so we'll be about there i think in about two weeks time um after we've got a guest on next week so and we will discuss them because they are two giants of the wearables uh industry I guess that, and they're mainly fitness people. I'm assuming that wear them, right? Really? Or yeah, like, I think it's fitness wearables, surely, because it's truly yeah. the, the wearables, right? So it must be fitness wearables. It would cl- class that. Because yeah, because I think like so there's some people who are maybe have like asked me about it who are, I know, and without being, I had to be not too rude to them. And I was like, I don't think it would be much of a benefit for you. I think you should probably just get an Apple Watch because I think it's more to do with fitness-based recovery than. Uh, just yeah. every day um, and just tracking your sleep. I don't think it's really worth the whatever it is, 16 quid a month or something like that to get it. I think it's just based off if you want to know what's happening elsewhere and optimizing stuff, it's pretty, pretty good. But interesting so far. Um, I've, and I was talking to Dan because I was quite worried about my HRV, but we'll see what happens over a, a month. Mm. Um, yeah, apparently waking up at random times like me and Dan do throughout the week. 
isn't good. So yeah, who knew? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it always throws me off. I've still never managed to get good amounts of REM sleep either, no matter what I've tried. What oh I've mate, I've smash it. I smash sleep. I knew I was good at sleep. And yeah, <laughs> I am so good at it. Like it's insane. Um, but I, like, I don't get the amount, but like the, for my deep and my REM, I'm always way above what an adult should, should have. Oh yeah. Like, I'm, I'm always good on my deep, I'm, just never the REM sleep. I don't know how to fix that. I just, I, I've, I feel like my brain just goes, boom, see you later. Uh, I'm so exhausted from my day's activities. Okay. Yeah, you're obviously not stressed right? enough, mate. You're obviously not working hard enough. That's that's the thing I reckon. Well, my HRV says it. HRV, yeah, um, says I'm stressed. So that it's got to be one or the other. Uh, no, that's just setting your alarm at weird times, mate. That's all. <laughs> the story of my circadian rhythm. I reckon it will change once it gets like lighter here as well. It will be like, oh, you're better now. So, yeah, maybe. But it's still it's still light here, and it's uh, five o'clock. So um, I thought we'd. Well, I wanted to go over. Um, just because I, I finished writing all of my uh, my BBT testing and stuff like that. So there'll be some people running that for free. Um, I realize this goes out next week, so it's probably gone. Uh, you can still ask me if you really want to. Uh, they're running a BBT testing week. Just I just want to see how it, because I've not done it. Um, I want some guinea pigs to do it for me um, on combine-based stuff. So it's just a week of BBT stuff. I'll talk through a little bit of why and the premise of what I do. And I thought it'd be interesting to see <clears throat> what Dan does in terms of nutritional-based testing, or if you do any kind of uh, athletic testing or strength testing with your clients and what you kind of recommend, considering you've run a personal training business for a while. Um, I did put a post out last week about testing. If you're not testing, you're kind of guessing. So I'm assuming you probably have some uh, metrics or some things that you make your clients do every now and again, just to test them. Um, and also, Daniel, I started using chat GPT for my mm. personal training business. Uh, just on, in a little bit of stuff, um, just because I was just like, hang on a minute, I could do this, I think. And uh, I did want to, before we go into that, I want to talk about Dan's dinner that, that he had. Obviously, this is a week in lieu, so, but um, you had... <sighs> Well, what, it was a child a child's dinner. Well, right. Yeah. So basically, I, I, full, <laughs> full, full, you know, damn check-ins, rammed full. Right. Laura's had some leftovers from from uh, dinner the day before for her dinner. She's got she's teaching a class. Isabel's she's putting Isabel's dinner on. She's like, I'm just making her some dinner. You can sort yourself out. Cheers. Um, and there's me thinking, well, you know, good delivery. What else is there in around the house, whatever? And she's making Isabel fish fingers, chips, and beans. And I'm like, well, yeah, that'll do. I'm like. <laughs> I can't have that. Like, what's wrong with that? Um, one thing I trusted to cook because you can't really die from that. So um, yeah, and, and and to be honest, it was absolutely epic. I can't even yeah, lie to yeah. you. Elite tier food and took me back to being a kid again. You know, it was just yeah, just brilliant. If we can, um, like, can, can we can we rank our top three kids go to meals? What would we have as a child? I think like obviously it'd be sausage, chips, and beans would be like a standard one. Or yeah. you can replace like it's just replace the protein, right? So yeah. it'd be because you you got chips, which is your veg, obviously, and your beans is kind of like they're both carbohydrate and veg, really. It's yeah, fiber, fine. beautiful, and then your protein. So she's yeah, good. I'm having good a club you. orange uh, mid mid podcast because unbelievable. And um, also, I don't I, I don't understand why why they sell them in sevens. Is that one for every day of the week? I think that's just um, 
that's just shrinkflation, mate. I think that's just so it used uh, to be eight yeah. or ten. Used to be eight, and they're charging the same price for seven. It's just that's just how what people are doing mm. these days, isn't it? All these companies about to rip you off. Um, so yeah, no, good. No. I think that that has to be up there. Like, I think anything chips and beans is just a standard kids' dinner, right? It's just really yeah. standard. Um, I think that's the all you need as a kid. I don't think there's anything else you need to worry about. I don't think there's any of the top things that come close, to be honest. Um, I used to have I a lot of, I don't think a lot of, like classic kind of things were like potato smileys or potato waffles. Potato potato waffles. But again, for me, you can sub, you know, if I'd had fish fingers, waffles and beans, it would have been the same effect. Mm. It's not really, you know, anything too crazy from that point of view. The only other thing we used to have a lot of, we used to love a shepherd's pie. We used to love a shepherd or cottage pie, sorry. Cottage pie. Um, we used to love a cottage pie as kids. Um, that's it, I reckon. I don't think there's any other really elite child meals because they're all, a, you know, a spin on that. A spin on something else, yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of, I don't know, I realised it was probably us growing up at the same time. I seem to think remember having a lot of fucking chicken kievs chicken kievs yeah they were big yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they were big back then weren't they and i've not my mum used to always for some reason have a chicken kiev but it was always with chips or something like that or waffles but then yeah. it was always with peas or sweet corn couldn't have beans with a chicken kiev it, <laughs> it was like it had to be chicken peas and sweet corn that was always the uh, kiev is apparently or kiev i don't know what it's pronounced as now um uh, but that was always yeah a slightly posher one but i'm just like i never really enjoyed them i didn't really get the chicken kiev I, I quite like chicken. I was a bit like garlic eh, butter. Meh. Yeah, garlic butter on chicken Kiev. It's nice. No, I think didn't really get it. Um, I I never really had a, any like turkey Twizzlers or anything like that. No, I didn't. Um, no, didn't have them. No, dinosaur shapes had a bit of them. Um, but it is interesting, like hearing some of my clients and like one Indian girl who I kind of perceive as a bit posh eats like fancy foods quite a lot, and then she's very kind of into like nutrition and supplementation and stuff like that and then she was like oh have tom have you had any of like some toast and some beans and some cheese i was like sam just fucking describe my kids me it was a fucking beans on toast she was yeah. like yeah yeah i'm just like but you're into like oh i have this turmeric and this and have this protein powder and this smoothie and like this almond butter and i'm like no one's above no one's above I'm right exactly on i'm like you you say you go ugh at like McDonald's, but you're like, all right, no, I'm, I'll I draw the line, but I'll definitely have beans on toast. I'm like, you just have fucking mm-hmm. like everybody, every child have beans on toast. Americans don't really realize cheese on toast though, because they're like, what's that? No, they're just like, no, grilled cheese, grilled cheese, um, grilled cheese, yeah, grilled cheese. But they yeah. but they don't understand the openness of uh, of of cheese on toast for us, right? Because we have it open, whereas they have it closed. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Have you started using Chat GPT? I've played around or... with it, but I, I haven't used it for anything. I've played around. So the only thing, so obviously I haven't used it for any. I've saved a few like marketing things and shot coming. I'm going to steal that as well. Um, but I've got to be careful, haven't I? So if you save random posts and uh, put it up, but I've started. I started using it for. So obviously on, I use uh, Stridus as my online kind of programming application, right? And I'm sure like if there's a case of, if a uh, video uh, doesn't have, or I'm putting stuff up, um, it's the ball ache of writing out, also having the technical feedback on the bottom of the video of how to do that exercise in case somebody wants to read about it. Most of my exercises have got my face on talking about it anyway for like 60 seconds, but 
if I just try and take that transcript and put it in, it doesn't really make sense because I don't talk a lot of sense. But if I want like a, a literal kind of boom, boom, boom of how to do that exercise drawn from the internet, um, I started using it for that, Daniel, because um, I'm because I'm lazy and, I, and I'm just copy and pasting. But I literally have just written in how to do a pull-up exercise in three bullet points, tap, boom, and then it will give me three bullet points of how to do a fucking pull-up. Just draw it up and it will like boom, boom, and put it straight into kind of like where what would be like the exercise notes of how to mm -hmm. do it. And it's actually, I feel like it's definitely saving, well, it's definitely saving me some time because instead of having to think of how to write it, it's obviously just writing it in sort of a, a fairly okay explanatory way anyway. Obviously proofread it slightly um, because there are some exercises. There's quite a lot of exercises that I write out, which are, let's say, reasonably popular um in the personal training industry um because there's a lot of like power-based and athletic-based exercises that it can't always know but like your big yeah. normal if you're an online coach only let's say you're probably programming not to offend anybody here 80 percent of the fucking same thing anyway um in just different orders and different rep ranges and tempos and all this kind of fun stuff and it works pretty well oh uh, so that would be a time saver for from my opinion for people to start using it yeah, I, I have a different, like, no. I have a different view. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think, I, I just think that in in this day and age, this is just my opinion, and it may change in the future. Obviously, that's allowed. I think in this day and age, we are overwhelmed with information and people who have information all this sort of stuff. And what we don't have is connection with with people. We don't have. Proper human connections. It's why a lot of online coaches struggle to to make sales online and to and to to get clients is that they don't connect with people on a on a level. Now, depends on what sort of level you're trying to connect with people. But I've just written the same thing into the thing. Right, how to do a pull up in three steps. Right, step one, hang from the bar. Now, this is just me playing devil's advocate. I don't think. I don't think if you were sat with a client in the gym, you'd explain it this way. No. Definitely and I not. think that's the that's the the problem with it is that it's going to turn online coaches because online coaches will use it because they're lazy, right? By nature, they will use it for a lot of stuff. Like I've had people say to me, <laughs> "I'm going to get it to write my emails for me." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, great. That's going to write some really boring generic emails that people can just Google." Like, so I've got a I've got a story on that as well. So um, in terms of writing emails, so there's um, so one of my clients' uh, husbands is a CEO of a startup kind of a tech company, right? And obviously, ChatGPT was kind of big as it was coming out at like the back end of last year, and a lot of like tech firms were using it to do stuff. So he said to the the marketing lads and the people who write their emails, "Can you like have a play around with it and see what happens?" Um, so they decided to use ChatGPT to you to uh, do their email for their uh, holiday, so so wishing all their customers like a happy holidays and stuff like that. So he used it, um, and then he was like, oh, write an email for my customers for X, Y, Z, blah, 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 <laughs> wishing them happy holidays and happy Christmas and this, 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 this. Um, and he did that, tapped it in, and put it through. So the on the uh, flip side of that, cool, you save time, blah, 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 blah. It's probably not very personal and all this kind of stuff. But on the flip side of that, because so many other fucking companies did that and other people were doing it, it writes it in an incredibly similar way. So on the other end, Google, who would be the people who holds that information, where it's being sent to, would identify and would be able to read what email is coming through, automatically identify your email as spam. 
So it's been an and far in, so they started testing it of like seeing how many uh, chat GPT written emails and kind of modalities were written and went straight into a spam folder instead of your inbox. And it was fucking massive. It was like something like 60, 70% of the ones they sent through chat GPT went straight into spam and not into the inbox. So, and he was like, we ain't fucking using it. Like because of that, it's not smart enough to outsmart the email inbox yet. So yeah. Why and, and, we... <laughs> and, and I think, and I think this is the thing is like, people are going to look at it that way and, 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 and like I said, the problem isn't that people can't get the information across. Again, it, with coaches, let's say, for example, is like they're doing that because they're like, oh, it's going to save me time. Yeah, it's going to save you time from writing a shit email because you write shit emails as well. But hmm. get better at writing emails because you need to learn how to write them better with more personality and all this sort of stuff. And yeah. I follow a lot of copywriters and they're, hmm. they're just like obviously laughing at the whole concept of AI taking over their job because they're just like, look – you can write maybe a sales page. You can maybe write a few of these things, but to create connections and relationships, people is just not going to happen in the same way yet. Yeah. And this is the whole thing. It's yet until it's at a point where it's a little bit further on. And I've just, I've just done this here, for example, right? So I've just written, written that out and then I've gone, right, use more slang to make it a little bit more thing. And it's like, yo, to bust out a pull-up, you got to follow these two steps, <laughs> <laughs> right? Get hangry on the bar. Grab that pull-up bar with your paws facing away, keeping them shoulder width apart and fully extended. Make sure your shoulders are chilling away from your ears. It's like, who's going to say, do you know what I mean? Like, so I just feel like, I just feel like it's one of those things where people who you, people will use it because they're lazy and they will think that it's going to help them and it's going to help them save time, but it will not get to the root problem of why they're not making sales and why they're not making, no. you know, anything like that. And I, and I just think for me, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a cool tool. It's a fun tool. Like say, for example, look, right. If I was, if I was having to quickly mock up a website, right. And I could be like, um, write a 2000 word blog about weight loss. That is SEO optimized. Right. I could, I could write that in there. And it will spit out a blog post that's going to be somewhat useful that I can put on my website. It's not going to be anything fantastic, but it might just get my my website ranking that little bit higher, right? Yeah. So it, it and it'll do it, and it might give you a good framework which you can then add things to and edit things on all that sort of stuff. But again, like I come back to it, the whole thing that we teach, the whole thing that we talk about with people is understand your niche and be relatable and make a human connection with that person. Unfortunately, AI is not going to be able to kind of do that for you. And I think it's the thing you remember about AI is it's just it's just pulling from a knowledge base. Correct. And it is pulling from a knowledge about, base. We all talk about I, how Google and all the information you need is out there, but why aren't you doing it? Yeah. It's accountability. So how the hell is Chat GPT or whatever going to give you accountability or give people account? It's not. Yeah. Because the, the reason I use it is because, like, why well, I used it and have put it in. Because I'll continue to use it, even though dancing so lazy. Because the the uh, the those little notes on the the exercise are for, for clients that are already in my business. So I've not used it for any marketing ploy or any kind of uh, my personality, for example. But mm -hmm. every single and my clients know that all my videos have my face on them anyway. So in the little corner explaining what the fuck they're doing. Um, but it's just that transcript will not relate into that video. It's no point. Um, I'm just like, I know I'm literally on every single one. I'll be like, here's a little note on, or like after it had an explanation of like a VBT thing, I want you to hit over 0.5 meters per second, blah, 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 blah. Below is a, a classic way of how to do a pull-up. Bum, 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 bum. And then it'll mm. be explained by me and put that through. It was literally because I hate leaving that fucking note bit empty and I can't be bothered to fucking write it out. 
if I'm honest. And most of my clients know how to do a pull-up. Most of them know how to do the other shit. Um, so it's just like, all right. And they'll probably watch the video of me doing it. Um, so yeah, that, that's the reason why I hate that box being empty on the OCD kind of front. I'm just like, I need something in there and just a three-point thing of telling them how to do it kind of is okay. But weirdly... It's just knowing what the limitations of it are what and what it's good for and what it's not, yeah. But weirdly, because I did want to see, I was like, where is it pulling information? I ended up using it, but also spending far too much time interested in what I was doing. So I was like, I think, I don't know what the first one I did. It might have been pull up or it might have been something else. I was like, well, I can do this. And there was a a few it fucked up on, right? Um, And I was like, all right, do the, do the. Then I typed into Google and just went on the first couple of like uh, links and stuff like that. And I found the direct one where they've they've Hmm. taken it from. I was like, brilliant. Do I have to give credit? I don't really am. Do I have to link in? Um, <laughs> I don't know. And I'm just like, I guess if you're using it publicly, then maybe, but I don't really understand the kind of the legal ramifications there because it was almost word for word from one of the SEO yeah. optimized kind of websites that it was how to do this exercise. And then that's where it was. Um, and I'm like, don't really know what to do I th- now. I think, um, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it just it just baffles me again. Like like I said, in in a world where we're trying to stand out and be different and be unique, that everyone's going to use this to, and that all, everyone's going to end up saying the same thing effectively. Um, and and look, there's there's people out. And there who- as we're recording this right now, um, so I got a friend who works for um, for DeepMind, and she's just uh, messaged me saying GPT four is out right this second. What's that? That is the next version. Okay, the next version. Um, so, <laughs> so now yeah. we've what we've just said is irrelevant, and uh, now number four is out. Okay, um, it could be, it could be even better. Like you say, it could, it could be, it could be that um, G Chat GPT four will let you turn text into video, and it's coming next week. Oh, seven wow. hours ago. Um, yeah, like I said, look, I think the other thing as well about it, I think is there are also going to be a lot of people selling like courses and all this sort of shit. Like I saw on the other day being like, if you don't use AI, you're going to get left behind Buy yeah, my yeah. course to learn how to use it or shop. Probably you're selling a fucking course. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think, look, I think it has to be something that people will adopt in the future. I just think that people need to be wary about how they're using it. Like you just said there about that person is using it for their marketing and the spam. And it's like, yeah, it might sound all well and good, but you have to test we, it. You're gonna make, yeah. You're, then, you're literally going to make less sales because nobody's going to see it in the spam folder. Like they're directly going to be shit. So yeah, yeah I just, I just don't all... like, I just don't like the whole, like, like I said, like for what you're using it for, it's not lazy. It's just time efficient, right? That's, you know what you're like, I'm going to write the same yeah, it's either going to be like, I'm going to write the same thing anyway. And it's not going to be, I'm not trying to be, yo, how to do a pull up, bro. I'm like, they get that in the video from me yeah. teaching it anyway. Exactly. So and I, just like, I just think it's that whole thing of like, people don't want to <clears> learn <throat> how to do this stuff properly. They just get some more, get something else to do it for them. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure you could probably go on there and say, hey, write me a, you know, high converting ad for Facebook or something like that. You know, I don't know. Like, it's, on that segue, Daniel, um, because you put a story up, um, you put a couple of stories up over the last week. Before we talk into nutrition and exercise and testing and stuff like that, we'll we'll spend ten minutes on that at least. Um, but I, I've written uh, on the top of this, and what would be the title is uh, going into mine and Dan's request DMs because uh, you put some funny stuff up, and oh, I me, obviously don't bother. <laughs> come on let's read a few because obviously i'm assuming 
we probably get similar ones. Um, I almost did reply because um, you um, obviously po posted up David Burtwitz was somebody we know in person, so he's obviously. Uh... Well, the mad thing was is that I said that I was like he's like reached out and he would know he would know who I am because I've spoken to him a few times <laughs> been to our gym. Like just ridiculous, mate. Um, the the worst ones for me are like these fucking two Harrison twins. What well, I can't remember what they're called now. Bro. Yo, don't pray, don't page, bro. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously not, is it? You don't think that at all. I no, like, right. I like this one. Well, I don't, I don't understand the what. Like when I click on their profiles or stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I, I can double your audience," and they've got less followers than me. Yeah, like, always. It's all. It's always in it. It's always that as well. So like, I've got one here. Hey, Dan, full <laughs> transparency. I'm a 16 year old building a business, and was wondering if you'd be opposed to streamlining your entire content process to guarantee total of 100k monthly views. Click on his profile, and his reels get. A thousand views each, max. <laughs> and it's just like I and look, fair play to you. Like for hundred percent done for you, all you do is hit record. Well, it's not done for me then, is it? Because I've just had to hit record. Um, <laughs> would love to have. Would love to share some previous work and results we've had. And it's kind of like, why not build up a huge portfolio and then come to me? I don't know. I just find it weird. Um, I get this one as well. Uh, hey Dan, how many years you've been an online coach? And yeah, then I get a few that. days later. Anyone there? <laughs> Ignoring me. Um, Again, it's, I, I help brands gain three times ROI through organic traffic within 90 days. And the guy's got six posts. Yeah. There you go. Jordan. Jordan Lee. I, I really want to reply to this one because he says, hey, Tim. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great insight. I, I really wanted to be, uh, hey, Jaden. Um, great insight into yeah. velocity-based training. How long have you been running the Pushball Days podcast? At least he's vaguely done some research. Um, hey, Tom. Hey, Tom, bro. I hope you're keeping well. I know you're busy and you probably get thousands of messages, so I'll keep this short. I don't get thousands of messages. Not that popular. Uh, I get some. We yeah. have coaches convert followers and engagement. Um, nope. Hi, Tom. Oh, this is the one because obviously um, this one's definitely a VA. Who wants to wants to be my VA? I get that every now and again. So. Um, we'll be running a group mentoring course for PTs. Lovely. Hi, how are you doing? My name's Tom. Is that okay? <laughs> I got one here. That says, "Hey, hey Dan, Hardick, this side. Just came across your recent reel on three things we need to acquire a client. Appreciate the value. Well, the reason I'm reaching out to you is I help brands like you with your video editing needs, short form like reels." Well, you just watch one. You know it's edited and it's already done for me. <laughs> so I wanted to ask if you're looking for an editor to edit professional quality, short form, long form content for your brand. Like, you've just replied because you said you saw a reel, like where I've had that done on it. Like, obviously I've got someone doing it. Why would I need you? And just like, honest to God, man, this guy, look at this guy. This guy doesn't give up. I can't even describe. Hang on, he sent me one, two, three, four, five, six six messages and I haven't replied to any of them. Hey Dan, I hope you've been crushing it. It's awesome to see your phenomenal content and you're killing the game. My name is Corbin. I help people make more money by selling their own high ticket training program using TikTok and Reels. Uh, hey, just bumping this up. If you're keen on seeing on the video, um, and I made this personal video for you. Would you like me to send it to you? Ignored him. Sends it anyway. Three days later. <laughs> just was, it personal? was it personal to you? Did it? They yeah, didn't say, oh, hi, done. And then... <laughs> and then you go on his page like and his reels are shit. You know when you like go on it and his reels are awful? 
Yeah. So I never understand it. I mean, come yeah. on. Ah, oh, just in it's just the, the angle they're going with, man, is just all wrong. It's just all yeah. wrong. Um fucking mad. Anyway, I just can't deal with it. I can't deal with that hidden request folder, man. It's it's, it's, no, it's, it's so annoying. It's just like, hey Tom, congrats on hitting two thousand two hundred blah 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 followers. Um I've noticed you're pushing a consulting offer for fitness coaching. Who says I don't know? I just made a short video. This is the same guy, Connor Healy. Sounds like could be. I made a personalized video. I've only had two. They almost have the same mentor doing it. Yeah. They must do. Or the business coach or whatever it is. (laughs) Would I be wrong to assume you're actively pushing a coaching offer for fitness? Same wordage. Like just Alex Robinson, he messaged me. No, this is Trevor Gundron. Yeah, they all use the same language. It's so weird. He's got 14 posts. How is he an organic marketing expert? And he's posted 14 times. Hey, coach. I can make you hormozy style things. Hey, Tom, is this you? Yeah, I can make you hormozy style stuff. Well, yeah, make me his money yeah. and I'll talk to you. Um, <laughs> so can I? I've, 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 I bought that app. It cost me less than a tenner. So it's fine. <laughs> And you guess what? Alex or Mosey would be like, don't spend your money on this bullshit. Like, just do that. Um, yeah. Am I wrong to assume? Oh, it's, it's crazy. Um, I urge you to go and just have a little giggle. Because um, you are right. That's what cold DMing people looks like um, and not strike another conversation with them. And there are tactics 100%. that people use, 100%. And like I teach some kind of, little tactics but they're engagement tactics right you're, you're going to talk to someone who's engaging with your things um not just go oh hey do you want to do this for me you're like no nah. it's just the way like they that, jump straight in with what they do how that how, well, how they can you know how how you need their help and how your shit and go whatever and it's just like i just find it so odd that that people go in with this mentality mm-hmm. and they don't understand how it looks like it'd be different you know if they had like ten thousand followers loads of posts loads of social people their stories were actual real people i may have a little bit more of like oh let's see what they're about but when it's like you've got three posts you have no social proof your videos look shit and you're trying to sell me video editing it's like come on (laughs) and and like you said it's about the whole like cold dms at the and it's the same thing that Mm. the people in fitness are telling people to do it's the same thing it comes across exactly the same way and and people are sick and tired of of it and and it's just spam effectively um and so. I just don't understand the the concept. Like, look, we all want to get in front of more people. We all want more clients. Who, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't? But I always say this to, to coaches. When was the last time you got sent a cold DM that, and you bought something? Yeah. Answer me that question. And I'll tell you whether it was a good idea or not. Exactly. <laughs> and also, you know, you know when someone likes five of your posts mm. and then follows you, you know what they're trying yeah. to do. Like, like... Not, people aren't stupid. So... Again, from that point of view, it's like, yeah, sometimes, look, following people does help and it does make them realize what you're about. But actually follow them, take an actual interest in them for weeks and months on end. And then if they don't follow you, they don't seem interested, then you know, okay, don't bother. But it's the way they do it in a day and go, oh, they didn't follow me back, so I'm following them straight away. It's like, yeah, well, people know what game you're playing. Like actual t- actually taking interest in them. And it's why the shotgun approach of doing that just doesn't work. And oh, it's just me, fitness industry, man. That's what fitness has become now. It's the same, <laughs> it's the same as that, isn't it? It's the same Unfortunately, as Unfortunately, so. Yeah, mate. All right, let's talk about a little bit of testing. Um, five, 10 minutes on this. 
because uh, yeah, it's always something that I still think. That's, well, obviously, I'm, I'm removed from uh, the. I, just, I still don't. It doesn't go on a commercial kind of setting now. I know you've been. I see. There's a lad who I've worked with. You've worked with um, Ollie's uh, Ollie. I can't remember his name now. Um, he's been working with you, isn't he? Implemented some of the like combine-based stuff into yeah, his yeah. kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. I do. I've done it with the last three, four of my mentor guys, and it's just a fucking like catch. And it is for client lifetime value. It is fucking great um, in terms of getting people excited, getting people to. It's like, oh shit, it's testing week or it's test time to kind of test, retest and that kind of crap, see what progress yeah. they're on. Because otherwise we don't really know, really. You're like, oh great, you hit a PR, you did more reps on this. And you're like, yeah, but it didn't really have the kind of, I don't know, the occasion around it. That's what you want to create. Um, that's obviously what I'm trying to create combine-wise um, around kind of the occasion of the week or ramping up to that week and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if there's anything that uh, you do nutritionally or that you've done in your like coaching practice because obviously we're slightly different in terms of where we train for performance or whatever we're doing um, in terms of fat loss. I guess it's more you. I guess really you you guys train towards like photo shoots and stuff like that. Really, if that's that's your test, that's your comp. Yeah, your you'd comp- have yeah you'd have that as like the as the as the goal. And I guess the got the cycles and the goal cycles are different. So you might have again holidays, yeah. you might have things like that. So you know. If you the combine is a set period of time whereas this could be like well it's 18 weeks till that or it's 12 weeks to this or eight weeks till this or or whatever yeah. um you know we i uh, would do a bit of the performance stuff like again with with pbs we work out someone's um rep max based on percentages and things like that give them targets to hit where we want the next cycle to be but again if they're going through a fat loss phase it could just be more a case of actually wanting to maintain your strength levels rather than trying to massively increase them um all that sort of stuff more so but it's hard to do it nutritionally because obviously so many things change and all that sort of stuff which is a bit annoying but that's the one benefit you've got of doing like the combine and, and the, the performance aspect of that is that there's a reason to train other and beyond yeah. weight loss and all that sort of stuff which is beneficial for sure yeah it's interesting just uh, from which i put together there's i have a normal kind of combine which is all all encompassing kind of stuff um then i have one more about field-based training um and then i've just been putting together the vbt one which will be interesting because uh the the app i use metric um the lad who created it has agreed to come on the podcast and talk about it and stuff so mm-hmm. a guy called jacob um i don't know whether dan will be up for it though because uh well it'd probably be me to be fucking hell dan you could do it because uh, he, he lives he lived i think it was more the uh the fucking thing he lives in fucking new zealand i think uh he's even new zealand australia so i was like the time zone would be fucking incredible i think i would have to do it uh, i have to do i don't know you're just in the middle for me it's just like 12 hours either way right so like an early morning one yeah. probably an evening for yeah. him it'd probably be okay but you'd have to do the middle of the day but yeah it'll be interesting to have him he's fucking geeky right um he knows his shit i'm just playing with it as far as i'm concerned my whole premise is just bringing it to the like bringing it to like the general population and getting more mm-hmm. eyes on what you kind of do um because they can properly nerd out on it we'll bring on chris tombs as well because he's probably the biggest forefront or driver in in this country for it um he works with like a lot of rugby boys um, doing it but um it's an interesting thing because it does feel like still um and this will be probably 
what my mantra will be for the next few years as well. It's trying to push people to do more testing um, and create an excitement for their clients. And it definitely has happened in like the, yeah, obviously the companies and um, personal training businesses that I've been helping with my mentor guys or my students mm. and creating that excitement because people have been like, oh shit, so it's testing week. What are we doing? And people still don't really know what they can test for. I mm. guess, um, and why they're testing. Why they're testing is pretty easy. So, so, um, so we used to obviously do like needs analysis on like uh, on athletes and stuff. But I would hopefully people would go if you've got three kind of if you've got a plan. So you've probably got twelve weeks, right? That you're probably going to be trying to, or you probably retest for. Put them in perspective. The actual combine. Um, when people come out of college and they go to a specialist training facility to prepare for the combine, say Exos or Lee Spellman or Boyle, for example, they probably don't go to Boyle, it's too general, um, but that kind of stuff, they usually have eight weeks to prepare them to get combine ready. So that's the idea about mine. I was like, I'm going to do eight weeks because that's exactly the same time frame as those guys have. Yeah. Um, obviously, they've got a good level of fitness. They test. They go through eight weeks of training, which is probably enough to make get them kind of test ready um, for their combine day. Um, but you want to go, you test them, and then you pick out, you identify stuff. Ideally, if you're writing a plan as a coach, you're then because you need to go in, you need to do a batch of tests but you need to pick out what's going to be maintenance. So Dan obviously said when they're dropping weight, that's going to be a maintenance. You're going to maintain strength, for example. And then you're going to go, what am I going to have to have a slight improvement? And then what's going to be our main focus and our main improvement? So large improvement. Those are the three things I would do. And those are the three things I look at for my guys. Um, I'd be like, right, we're going to maintain strength. And but if you're good at strength, it'd be like maintenance. If they suck at like their plyometric stuff, so maybe their broad jumps or their double triple jump stuff or their single leg triple jumps or there's the discrepancy, maybe I'm like, I want a big improvement on that. And then you're just gonna get a better engine. So maybe their 60 second or their anaerobic respiration tests would be like, I want to looking for an improvement of that. And then that molds your next kind of eight, kind of 12 weeks of uh, training in what stuff you're gonna put in properly so it'd be like all right i'm just gonna maintain strength but probably not gonna do much kind of low strength work we might do ones or twos and that's about it like once a week that's it cool the rest of the stuff we're going to be doing intent um, and trying to get people to move faster and probably do more plyometric and tendon based work to get that better if that's the case because you don't really know what you need to improve unless you've got a batch of data and the next time you do a batch of data what to improve based off this generic plan cool this looks like it sucks we should probably get better here um people also with that if you realize that um you can you can measure it through like jump height as well you can measure if somebody's like get stuck on the ground if they want to do plyometric based stuff and elastic strength or not um it can be an insight into that uh, but that's probably a little bit too in-depth i guess for most of the population um but i would just be like all right test strength as a batch test power as a batch test jumping and then test kind of ESD energy systems. I think people should do those four possibly, or maybe like strength endurance is the one that I, I put in as well. Um, so that's like that hand wrap crap that a lot of people are probably good at. That's what CrossFit is basically strength endurance, uh, but like in between. So I'd implore people to put together those. And if you want to come and do like a free VBT week, cause that's really testing power with the barbell. It's, 
yeah, it's pretty cool to look at it because people don't really know. They're like, oh, what? I'm only using like, so one of the basic ones I use in the full combine is put your body weight on the barbell. So Dan would put like 40 kilos on and then he'd do a trap bar deadlift and he'd just rip it. He'd move that fucking thing as fast as he can, see what it spits out meters per second. 12 weeks, we've got to get a better score. He's just, somehow we've got to move faster. Whatever training intervention we do, we've got to move that weight faster next time. And that's my variable. Or we could, in theory, try and move a heavier weight as quickly as you just did. Either or, doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting one. I think more people should do it and create that kind of, especially if you're not particularly a coach that trains people for fat loss or for photo shoots. I feel like you need to have something that they're pushing towards um, and having a day in the diary. We all talk about what they like. Are you training for a triathlon? Have you put something in the diary that you're training for? Stuff like that. And if somebody doesn't have that, create it for them. I feel. Mm. Mm, I think it's good. I think it's a lot of things people people like look at a lot. And I think, um, I think that's something that they need to consider in their in their in their training concepts in their online training online coaching again if you're going more towards performance based and you, you know I hear a lot of coaches talk about how they talk about longevity they talk about um physiques that last they talk about um all that sort of stuff really like beyond just kind of like quick fat loss you should be incorporating these sorts of things within that no doubt about it yeah. not like every eight weeks but certainly there should be some sort of testing protocols in place um mm. can depend on your niche and all that sort of stuff i think it's important for sure. Yeah. Well, in football, we used to do every every quarter, right? We mm. did we did batch of testing every quarter yeah. just to see. And then obviously pre-season, you'd do it like probably at, like it'd be like beginning, middle and end um, just to see where, uh, where people were. Um, but yeah, usually every quarter within pro sport. So every 12 weeks or so that you'd test people but there wouldn't be a, a batch of twice tests like i do like 12 13 tests create a whole week around it um it would literally just be like maybe four tests and that's it um like broad jumps um 40 yard dash off or, or probably 10 yard 10 yard stuff which is if you're into football that's probably more important than your, your top end speed um so yeah interesting dan but if anybody wants to chat they can uh we can put together your own testing protocols because yeah we've done that for the last like i think three or four of my guys have put together their own testing protocols now um they're not the same as mine just good not ripping off my shit totally <laughs> couldn't give a shit if they would because uh yeah, i'm not allowed to copyright in i know uh, they're all fucking you can't do many that's just the ones that make sense so there's not many others that you do <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, it's like it's like when we were like, no one cares about your AMRAP fucking lap pull down, uh, half your body weight. I don't care about that. Uh, nobody's gonna know that. Like nobody cares about your one RM bicep curl. Some people might. I don't know, but I might care about your trap bar deadlift five RM, probably. Yeah. Or what velocity it lifts at. Cool. Yeah, that can be something we can track, and it looks like looks pretty cool when we do. So I implore people to do it. Beautiful, me. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll wrap this. It's enough ranting. Enough ranting, mate. Ooh. All right. Any other business? Not from me. No. All good. No, we've got another guest on next week. So expect uh, more Dream Gym chat from uh, a lovely girl called Sam. So hopefully, hope if, if they turn up. Last guest didn't turn up, did they? Always good. No. <laughs> Being down, sitting there. Oh, 
Mind. And like absolute mugs, we end up recording a division show anyway. So it's all right. It's we, we are, isn't it? Not the not the first time we've been stood up. It was the first time we've been stood up. Yeah, yeah it was. Just bad boys in the industry, Dan. You're just yeah. <laughs> you you're the worst. You know, buying Prime. Yeah, I heard that you actually took Prime out of like the twelve-year-old hands. Oh yeah, I, didn't, I, was, I was fighting for it, mate. Didn't you worry about that? <laughs> you're like, you're gonna pay for it, and then <laughs> I'm gonna take it off you. All right. That's with that, right. on that note, Dan being a thief and child abuser, um, we will <laughs> catch you next week. See you later.